Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Corey Willis with PPI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. This episode is going to be one that we haven't we haven't really touched on this subject a lot. And that's been suspension setups, and not for race trucks or anything like that, but for truck owners out there that are looking to get a, a softer, more comfortable ride out of their Ford or Ram truck. We're going to be chatting with the guys from CJC Off-Road. They're located in Southern California. They do a, a ton of suspension upgrades, fixes, um, you know, wheels and tires, just a whole bunch of different things for straight axle trucks. And a common question that we've had for quite a while now is about death wobble. And it tends to mostly come up on the Ram trucks, uh, the older ones, but then also the newer ones as well. And then the Ford, any of the Ford trucks can do it. Really, any vehicle can do it. But we've been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook and Instagram and a lot of commentary about the, the brand new Fords having it. So we wanted to ask them, what is death wobble? What can cause it? And what are ways that they suggest to fix it? And the answer is going to surprise you guys. It, it's not actually as complex most of the time as what we may think it is. So we're excited to be able to talk to them about that. And then also some other suspension upgrades that you could do to your 2nd gen, 3rd gen, 4th gen, 5th gen Ram, or any of the Ford Super Duty, the F-250, 350 trucks, and ways to make the ride more comfortable and capable as well in case you do off-road it or got to go on some rough terrain so we're excited to be able to, to chat with those guys and learn more about suspension all right let's get to the podcast asking what is death wobble and how do you fix it cody and cole it is great to have you on the diesel podcast today i'm ex- excited to chat with you do a suspension episode which we haven't done really a whole lot on suspension talk but uh you, know, you guys do a, a ton of work at your shop and have a ton of knowledge so i'm excited to chat with you guys today Thanks for having us. We appreciate the opportunity. I wanted to start with having you guys tell us a, a bit about your company, what you guys specialize in, where you're located, and uh, you know what kind of trucks you guys are working on and suspension upgrades and fixes you guys are doing. All right. So uh, Cody and I are actually brothers, and uh, we started this company, uh, believe it or not, out of our parents' garage about eight years ago. And uh, we've always been uh, solid axle diesel trucks enthusiasts um back then we were always you know buying and selling uh dodge like uh second gen trucks and you know trying to fix them ourselves on a shoestring budget and uh eventually our i guess our hobby turned into a business so we started a website um we noticed there was a need for uh companies that supply i guess you'd say higher end uh steering and suspension components for these trucks um back then most of the trucks that we work on, they had, you know, old worn out lift kits. And so we're always trying to figure out, you know, cost effective, simple solutions to make the trucks basically drive right again. Right. And so over time we've, uh, you know, we got a shop here in Bellflower. We're, we're here in Southern California 
And uh, so we actually have both an online store as well as a shop with two bays where we work on these trucks on a daily basis. And um, basically, um, with these straight axle diesel trucks, um, the two most common complaints we're seeing is either steering-related issues or ride quality, right? Right. The biggest, you know, is, is typically going to be like an older Dodge diesel. It's it's worn out steering components or, you know, even on these new Fords, we're starting to see steering issues as well. And so uh, I feel like the aftermarket's, uh, you know, done a really good job of releasing some really high-end components, but there's also a lot of uh, not-so-good quality stuff out there as well. And so we've actually been able to kind of put together a like a one-stop source, uh, basically servicing or supplying, you know, effective components, you know, for fixing things like death wobble or, or loose steering on these trucks. Something I wanted to, to have you guys chat about a bit is from, I used to live in Southern California, and I remember the truck culture and the things that guys would do with their trucks is different than in other parts of the country. And if you guys could give us some insight into, you know, the, the things that your customers are doing, where they're taking their trucks, the kind of, I don't want to say abuse, but the kind of, you know, things they're doing off-road with them where, you know, you guys are seeing more wear and tear and different expectations, I would say, that the customer has for their Ford or their GM or their, their Dodge truck than, you know, maybe other parts of the country. Yeah, so pretty, uh, pretty common use for most of our customers is actually – uh, going to the sand dunes, right? So, I mean, we have, like, the glamour sand dunes and the Pismo Beach sand dunes. They're extremely popular, you know, and they're pretty much known by anyone who lives on the West Coast. I mean, most guys will take their diesel truck, they'll take their camper, they'll pull in the dunes, and they'll unload, you know, some kind of toy, dirt bike, side-by-side, things like that, and they'll never touch their truck. Well, one thing that uh, kind of uh, really turned us on to all these parts back in the day was being able to pull off, you know, tow our trailer, tow into the sand dunes, unhook, and actually take our trucks out and go have some fun with them, um, take them back in the dunes, whooped out roads, things like that, and be able to do it without basically breaking your back or, you know, firing, you know, your chains out of your cup holder and things like that. So, um, like you said, uh, out here it's a little bit different. You know, when we go to SEMA and things like that, we'll see, uh, you know, a truck on 35s and 24s. And those kinds of combinations out here, you know, it's a lot more 37s and 17s just so you can air them down and, you know, uh, get some good sidewall flex and be able to abuse the truck pretty good. So it's, uh, if anything, you know, a lot of times we get calls from customers who say, hey, you know, I don't want to jump my truck or I don't want to take it, you know, down a whooped out road. I just want it to work well. And, you know, that's kind of uh, the beauty of putting these trucks through the, you know, through the testing or through the paces that we do is if it's going to hold up, you know, taking your 7,000, 8,000-pound truck and slamming on it at dunes, it's definitely going to last a long time, you know, just going back and forth to work and things like that. I think that's probably, you know, when I, when I was thinking of suspension episodes that we've done on the podcast, it's been definitely more race-based um, for those, you know, 2,000-horsepower trucks or 1,500-horsepower, wherever they might be at. But really the majority of diesel truck owners, they're not in that, sort of part of the diesel community they're guys that are either you know using them every day for work or it does a little bit of everything it's a daily driver but then they're also you know going off-road want to have some fun with it and one of the most common questions that we get about suspension is death wobble and you had mentioned that earlier and i, I wanted to focus on it on two different trucks but the first one would be the ram trucks and 
for anyone who doesn't know, if you guys could explain what Death Wobble is, and then what you see, you know, say if we go from 2nd Gen, 3rd Gen, 4th Gen, what are some of the issues and what are some of the fixes that you guys have for them? So Death Wobble is typically a product of worn-out components of some sort on the front end or worn-out tires, um, especially on the Ram trucks. So we see it, you know, 2nd, 3rd, 4th Gens. Uh, typically on second gen, it's you know it's just a matter of worn out parts, right? So we'll see, uh, you know, probably the most common, uh, I'd say, contributor to our death wobble on the second gen truck is actually going to be the track bar. The factory track bar design on those trucks is actually a, like a ball joint design on the frame side, and basically. You know, all these aftermarket options that are out there now, they actually convert the second-gen track bar to a third-gen style track bar, uh, basically removing that ball joint design, going to a more traditional bolt-through design. Um, so, you know, track bar is one of the biggest uh, contributors toward that. Uh, worn-out steering linkage can contribute toward it, so worn-out tie rod ends, things like that. Uh, worn-out control arm bushings, uh, worn-out steering box, but actually a lot of, uh, something that, we see a lot that isn't mentioned a lot online. It's actually tires can be a really big contributor toward death wobble. Um, a lot of these trucks that come through our shop, we're, we're seeing, you know, old worn out, uh, you know, thin sidewall tires. And most of the time, believe it or not, rather than buying a ton of parts to, you know, replace under the front end of the truck, simply putting a new thicker sidewall tire makes a heck of a difference we're finding. So a lot of these newer tires, like the Toyos, Nittos, things like that, believe it or not, do a really good job of addressing death wobble on, on the RAM platforms. Um, third third gen is very similar to the second gen, so worn-out track bars, worn-out steering components, things like that. Uh, the newer 14-plus RAMs, it's not as common. In fact, the only time we've ever seen it has actually been from tires with broken-down sidewalls. Uh, so actually, believe it or not, the tires these trucks come with the sidewalls don't hold up really well. And so we're actually finding it's crazy just, you know, putting a fresh set of tires, maybe a good steering stabilizer, things like that. Um, it doesn't take much, actually, to fix death levels. Not, it's not necessarily this big, you know, intimidating thing, right, addressing it. It's more just being strategic and figuring out exactly what it is that's wrong with it. So when customers call us, you know, believe it or not, one of the most common things we'll do on these straight axle trucks is have them actually turn the truck on rock the steering wheel back and forth, then go underneath the front of the truck and actually watch and see what's moving. And it's, ac it's actually amazing how easy it is to diagnose something like that in your driveway. So, you know, I always recommend, recommend people give us a call and we try to walk them through the process of diagnosing death level. But believe it or not, it's usually not that bad to address it. It's really interesting to hear because when you see conversations on social media or, you know, comments or YouTube or anything like that, it seems like the, the truck owner can almost get intimidated or there's so much in front of them that it's, you'll see these long threads and discussions about it. So it, it's interesting to hear that, that, you know, you guys are seeing these all the time is how efficiently and easy you can diagnose and sometimes how simple the fix is for it. Yeah. One of the, one of the common things we see too, or we'll hear is, you know, Hey, I put a whole new front end under this truck, so to speak, and I'm still getting death wobble. Well, unfortunately, you know, a lot of local part shops and stuff, they aren't too familiar with aftermarket parts, right? So they're going to go in, you know, to, to their parts supplier and just get a replacement bushing kit, replacement track bar, and things like that. A lot of the replacement bushing kits, especially on, like, a RAM front end, if you, you know, I think that's actually, I was just looking online on Amazon, the number one 
um, chassis component, I believe it was, or steering component sold on Amazon Prime is a Dodge track bar replacement bushing kit from Boot. And so that track bar is actually just a top hat style bushing. And what you end up doing is you press out a vulcanized bushing that's on your factory track bar. And so you're putting in a different style bushing. And so it may feel tight when you first put it in, but, uh, you know, put 500,000 miles on it and you're right back to where you were with all the play because it's, you know, it's really uh, kind of a band-aid that, they, that these companies have come up with as far as replacement bushing kits when in reality probably the whole bar should be replaced. Um, so it's actually, you know, it's one of those things that, Sometimes, like Cole said, you could, you know, some of these guys are, are really upset when they spent all this money, especially like a local alignment shop, uh, getting this front end rebuilt. When in reality, they probably could have replaced one component and been one and done, and no longer have depth level. That is a lot of what I've seen with with people talking is that where they've bought a bunch of parts and it hasn't fixed it, and then they get frustrated because they spent the money, it didn't address the the issue, and it just kind of you know, it snowballs from there, and it's just not a good buying experience or driving experience. Yeah, that's, uh, we've kind of been working on a, a YouTube channel just in order to um, show, like, uh, diagnosing front-end components, um, replacing it, how to install them, and things like that, just because, you know, again, if you went to, like, your local alignment shop or whatever town you live in, you guys probably just going to hit you with the book from, you know, replacement part company X, Y, or Z, and then, you know, you're going to end up, you know, spending a lot of money with a part that's going to land you right where you were, Versus you go with an aftermarket upgraded replacement like like steering linkage, ball joint, or a track bar, and you'd be done. Do you guys see as much of an issue with death wobble on the GM trucks, the three-quarter one-tons? Honestly, we've probably never seen it at our shop, but we're kind of locally on online known as a Ford and Dodge shop. I mean, especially our Dodge presence is pretty high. So I've never seen it. I don't, Cole? Yeah, never seen it either. Although, from what I understand, it's not as prevalent on the independent suspension vehicles. Although, my understanding is, that, you know, similar to the straight axle trucks, it's generally generally always a product of either you know worn out components or broken down sidewalls on the tires, things like that. But yeah, for us, we're we primarily specialize in the straight axle diesels, so we don't see that as much. And that kind of, you know, riding on what he said, um, with the straight axle, like death wobble uh, at its core is basically a loose part um, bouncing around just at an extremely high rate. So it's kind of like when you're a little kid on the playground and you pumped up a, a basketball or, or, you know, whatever ball, you know, and you overinflated it and you bounce it and it came back and hit your hand quick, right? That's yeah. all death wobble really is. It's a loose part. You're going down the highway. That's why a lot of guys say, hey, I hit a highway interchange or something like that, and that's what happened because, you know, it throws the steering around, and then that balance just gets worse and worse in your steering, and next thing you know, it feels like you're in a car crash, and your steering wheel is going back and forth. I, I wanted to, to ask you guys kind of about the elephant in the room because when I was doing some research on it, I found a ton of YouTube videos of new power strokes that are having it, and these guys are driving down the road, and they're recording it, and it's like the whole steering wheel shaking, and it's a brand-new truck. What What do you guys see on the the new F-250s, F-350s that has been causing that? So it's been, it's been kind of interesting. Um, like Cole said, you know, factory tires on all these new trucks, uh, it really seems like the manufacturers are just going to the cheapest bidder. So tire quality is pretty poor from the factory. Um, on some of the Facebook groups I'm on, actually, uh, I own a 2018 uh, F-250 myself. I've never had the issue, but we've had uh, brand-new trucks in our shop that have had the issue. Uh, factory tires have been a culprit. Another interesting, that we're, interesting thing that we're seeing is the trucks are actually coming really light on casters. So there's been guys who have taken their trucks in the alignment shop, 
Um, and the factory truck has one degree of caster, which is really poor. Usually you're shooting for like somewhere between four and five, in best case scenario. Um, and so that actually can help uh, attribute to the uh, death swab issue as well. And then another unique issue that, that we're seeing, and uh, this will probably get some commentary, is the adaptive steering. So on these new Super Duties, especially lately, a lot of the ones coming through our shop are platinum and unlimited trim models, and they have the adaptive steering. And that adaptive steering is basically a system they designed to help keep you in the lane uh, and things like that while you're towing. But what happens is um, when you put bigger tires on your truck, it causes your pitman arm to just shift slightly. And so um, it's no longer like, uh, you know, it's basically shifted up the steering box. So you could actually torque that nut back to factory spec again. Um, and what happens is there's a little bit of play in your steering and the electronic system is picking up that play and there's a motor in your column that's causing the steering wheel to dance around. So it's kind of a, a unique situation. Uh, personally, when I bought my truck, I made sure to you know, find a truck that did not have that system just because we started seeing those issues coming to that shop. That's interesting. It's because it, it's it said there was just a, a ton of stuff on YouTube. I'm like, well, this is a brand new truck, you know, but I think it, it definitely makes sense with with the tire quality and then maybe some other, you know, issues as to as to why it happens. And it's just like, but there are fixes for it. You know, there's, there's things, you know, like when somebody brings in that truck, what, what do you guys do? Is it going with like a new set of tires and, and adjusting, you know, d different parts of it or. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, well, first thing, like Cole said, we actually, I mean, as old school as it sounds, we have someone from the shop jump in the truck, turn it on, leave it in park, and then we'll actually rip the wheel back and forth like somewhere between like the 10 and 2 o'clock position, right? So what that does is that's putting a ton of load on all the bushings and steering components down there, more load than you would see while driving because, you know, there's a lot less resistance on your steering while you're rolling. Um, so we'll look for worn-out components there. Uh, we recently had like an F450 in here that was used for a hot shotting, and uh, his, his factory steering linkage was completely toast because he was starting to get like death level issues. Um, and you can see the linkage popping and, and, and moving back and forth and not translating to the wheels. So it was really easy to figure that one out, that it was just... Um, a steering issue, or a steering linkage issue being worn out just because, you know, he was a hotshot driver, so he had a lot of miles on the truck. Um, but then, you know, from there, we would just check the tires. Um, like Cole said, we've seen them where, like, there's actually, like, almost flaking on the sidewall from the factory tires, just kind of degrading. Um, and then caster, uh, every once in a while, like I said, we'll see one of those trucks with, a like, one degree of caster. So adding a just an aftermarket caster shim, even on a stock truck, sometimes can help the death level. I know there's there's actually been a lot of YouTube videos lately about um, adding caster shims to fix it. But then I've also seen guys where they added the caster shim and they now have six degrees of caster because their truck was not one of the ones that was out of spec. Oh, gotcha. So the, the diagnosis and I think the expertise there would definitely come into play versus just like, hey, I'm going to order this kit, put it on, and, you know, it's it's good. But it, it may not have needed that. So I think that's where the expertise like you guys have and and, and working on you know, Ford and Ram trucks is – is where you know the truck owner can save some money and a lot of a lot of headaches with it. Definitely not a one size fits all solution with things like death wobble, right? So every truck's going to be different. So we try to be 
I guess you could say strategic, right? We try to uh, try to assess exactly what the culprit is, right? Because it's funny, a lot of times the fix is, you know, 60 bucks or something, right, to, to address it. So it, it's, you know, no one really, I'd say, makes a complete kit for it, right? But I'd say with, uh, you know, anyone in their driveway, believe it or not, can, if they take the time to do it, they can actually work on, you know, diagnosing something like that. And so that's really what we've tried to get out there through our YouTube videos and, you know, basically encouraging people to call us and, and you know, basically ask any questions related to, you know, the death bubble on their truck. So we try to help them narrow it down and try to find, you know, not just a solution, but also the most, you know, efficient solution too, right? You don't necessarily have to replace your whole front end most of the time, which is, you know, I guess kind of a relief for a lot of people to hear. It's really interesting is with, with the type of, of listeners and questions and show suggestions we get, we see kind of both sides. There's the, the one side where the guys don't really do a lot of performance. They're not doing a lot with turbos and injectors and things like that, but they're doing suspension and they're doing wheels and tires. And then the other side, it's like they're not really too into the wheels and tires and suspension, but they're going after performance. And when you guys were talking about that, you know, they're not being just one solution is the guys that are, you know, really into performance, they know what that's like. Sometimes it's a $60 sensor instead of a $1,600 you know, part that you need to get. And so I think on the performance side, sometimes, and I would count myself in that side is I can get intimidated by suspension or issues that I have, or what do I need? And one of the things I saw on your Instagram page is like, when we, when I think of suspension, I think of Carly and you guys do a ton with Carly suspension. And I remember that video, I don't know how many years ago it was, but they jumped that Ram and it was like the video went viral. It might've been 10 years ago, but I wanted to ask you with, working with them and being able to, you know, you're installing their products, selling their products, very knowledgeable about it. What does a brand like Carly allow you guys to do and offer your customers who are, you know, maybe they're trying to fix death wobble or maybe they just want a really capable off-road suspension on their truck? Well, I think, you know, again, like, as I mentioned that Moog bushing kit, for instance, there's, there's a million uh, suspension brands out there these days. A lot of them even use, you know, name brand shocks like a Fox or King shock, right? There's a lot that comes into play with just using quality bushings, for instance. You know, a bushing that can can uh, go, you know, three, you know, uh, spherical bushing versus like a top hat bushing, right? Like your traditional like pound in bushing that you would just tap in and be done versus a bushing mm-hmm. that has a ball center into it, and just things like the little things like that add up, and that's that's kind of why Carly has become a, a premium brand. Is you know, like for instance, their Dodge Control arms, the joints that are in those arms, if you were to go buy them yourself, cost more than a lot of the other brands' complete arms out there, right? So so what that just translates to is, is a longer-lasting part. Again, it doesn't have to be something that's jumping or things like that. It can just be a replacement set of control arms, but one that, you know, that's not going to need a rebuild every 15,000 miles. It's amazing how many of these trucks or these Carly's hubs we're putting on now. So I'd say you know, back in the day, Carly products were known as products if you wanted to go take your truck out and jump it, right? And that's yeah. just the nature of them going viral online with, with the hardcore off-road videos. But where that's changed, you know, it hasn't changed per se, but what they, what Carly's really doing, not just, you know, creating high-end off-road products, but they are also creating products that are good for daily drivers, right? So the main goal you know, for most people that are changing their suspension isn't to go jump the truck off-road, right? It's to get a more comfortable ride. And that's where the Carly products, I'd say, stand out over just about anything else, right? So when Carly goes to prototype a suspension system for these trucks, 
they'll drive the truck for like six months, right? So there'll be all kinds of guys like, when's this coming out? When's this coming out? And they'll just keep, you know, keep working on it, keep working on it. And it's crazy. Like most suspension is just drawn up on some computer somewhere and then produced without really being tested. You know, they check it for fitment. These Carly products, they're driven and driven. The shocks are, are retuned and retuned, right? Until it's as soft, or not just as soft, but as controlled as it can possibly be on and off-road. So it's, it's pretty cool because most of these customers that are putting these products on their trucks here in Southern California, they're not really, you know, they may occasionally take these trucks out, but they're just daily drivers, right? So it's really cool that you can take a three-quarter ton or one-ton truck, straight axle, bolt a, you know, even like a $1,000 Carly leveling kit on the front of it and actually get a softer ride, right? So it's cool how the brand's been, you know, it's been perceived as, you know, just an off-road brand for so many years, but actually we've seen that changing a lot, especially a lot more recently. And most of these trucks that are buying this are, are just, you know, daily drivers. So I've heard that from a lot of, of, of Ram owners that have like 2019 or even 2020. And it's like, they love the truck. They love the technology. They love the power. But the suspension, it's like they, they, they want more capability and they want a more comfortable ride. And I think that's where it fits in with what most of the listeners have is they might have a trailer on it, but they just want something comfortable. It's not necessarily the performance off-road aspect of it. It's just the more comfortable ride. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty wild uh, what, what these trucks are even capable. We took our brand new 2019 shop truck uh, with like a fully optioned Carly setup on it. Uh, and again, so we're in Southern California. We actually had to drive through the middle of downtown LA on all the, the horrible roads and highways through there. And we ended up in uh, the Angeles Mountains. And we actually took that truck. It's a brand new 19 mega cab. We took it on some Jeep trails. And uh, we actually got to the top of the mountain no problem. And it was funny passing by these Jeeps who were actually going slower than us over these trails. And, uh, you know, they, they just stared at us like we were nuts. And a couple of guys came up, well, why'd you bring that up here? And we're like, because it can do it, you know, it's, it's no problem, you know, and we drive it home, uh, wash it off. And just like, you know, just like when we bought it home from the dealership, you know, it's pretty funny. It, it, it's a setup that is so capable on road and, you know, the ride characteristics, things like that, but you can still actually take a diesel truck on, you know, trails and be comfortable and not damage anything. You guys had, had mentioned your YouTube channel earlier in, YouTube is so helpful with just, you know, even you know, finding help to diagnose something or learning something or being able to connect with you guys. How do, how do people find you on YouTube and social media if they have questions or want to see what you guys are working on? We have a couple of different uh, sources. So we have our YouTube channel, CJC Offroad, um, Instagram.com slash CJC Offroad or at CJC Offroad. Uh, Facebook, the same thing, just CJC Offroad, no spaces. Uh, we also have a blog. It's blog.cjcoffroad.com. And on our website, uh, www.cjcoffroad.com, we also have a text section that talks about a lot of these things, right? So try to give, you know, like tips and suggestions for, for different things on there. So um, we try to stay pretty active. We have, you know, our blog. We're releasing uh, YouTube videos twice a week right now trying to address anything. We also ask for feedback too, right? So if there's something that people want to see on our YouTube channel or on our tech section, we always ask for feedback or recommendations because we're trying to address as much of this stuff as we can for everybody. One of the things I thought was really cool and just being a consumer myself is I, I go on your Instagram page and I can see all these different trucks and there's pictures and there's videos 
And when I'm looking to buy something or upgrade something, it's like I want to see it. I want to see it on, a, you know, a truck that I have and just be able to kind of get a glimpse into what I, you know, what my setup could be. And you guys do a really awesome job of having a ton of different trucks and products and things that you guys are working on out there for people to see. And so I, I don't know how much time I spent just scrolling through the pictures and the videos, but it was, it was quite a while and it was really cool to see that. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And it's funny because back, you know, seven years ago when you Google, you know, different combinations of, uh, you know, like say certain wheel and tire combos or sizes with different lift heights, there wasn't that much out there, right? And so we really put a lot of effort into basically listing every kind of combination that we do because I'm sure it's the same with you when you're looking at something, you know, like you're researching a part to buy for your truck. You like to look at it and and visualize, you know, what the wheel and tire setup's going to look like ahead of time, right? So we try to, you know, basically put together a resource for, you know, every single kind of combination we can. And so it's, it's been fun kind of adding to it daily, but man, there's a, you know, there's what, seven years of pictures to go through now. So it's, uh, I'll keep you busy for a while if you start looking through it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was on there a while and I'm like, I haven't, I haven't hit the beginning yet. So I still got to keep, uh, still got to keep looking, but I, it, it was, it was great to chat with you guys about death wobble because it's, it's something common that, that we've had our listeners say, Hey, when you, if you can get someone on to talk about it, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with it. I don't know how to fix it. Or I'm worried about, you know, buying this truck cause I hear it has it. It was cool to hear the insights that you guys have and have seen there in the shop ways people can, can fix it and then also the information that you guys put out so you know there's a million questions that someone's gonna have about their particular truck their particular setup how they can get in contact with you and ask you guys hey what should i do or you know can i can i bring the truck in i, I want to do this and and uh so you guys have done a fantastic job with that and i appreciate the time and the expertise and and also the work you guys do, like I said, and looking at uh, the trucks you guys work on, it's uh, it's impressive what you guys do. We appreciate that, and you know, if anyone has any questions, we do offer. You know, we have a tech support line on our phone, on our phone system. We're not always trying to sell people stuff or anything. So I guess we'd like to encourage anyone, you know, listening. If you have questions or anything, we're more than happy to answer any questions you might have. You know, in regards to this sort of thing, or you know, shoot us an email. Uh, you know, sales at cjcoffroad.com. Our telephone number is uh, 844-252-6373. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're more than happy to help out however we can. Don't forget, diesel fans, if there's any suspension questions or really anything related to trucks, whether it's performance, racing, longevity, fuel systems, turbos, anything like that that you want to hear on the podcast, shoot us a message. Just You can find us on Instagram or Facebook at The Diesel Podcast. If you do subscribe to us on, on YouTube, which we, our channel's been growing a lot the last year, and we get a lot of commentary and show suggestions and questions from the comment section, just drop us a message on there. Let us know. We'll do our best to get, uh, get the answer for you on the podcast. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.